welcome to another Design Your Presence Expert Talks episode. And here we are going to be having one of my very good friends, Jenny, who is also a leadership success coach. She's also a trainer. She's actually a certified trainer under Jack Canfield. I'm sure you would have read the book Chicken Soup for the, for the Soul. And also very well known for the success principles. And I'm sure many of us are going to be learning something from Jenny as well when it comes to the success principles in our talk today. So firstly, I would like to ask Jenny one thing, one very simple, straightforward thing. How did you start your journey as a coach? Great question, Dia. And thank you so much for having me here. I'm, I'm really excited to be talking to your community. So how did I get started? Well, I mean, I didn't always know that I wanted to be a coach. It just kind of happened. So how it happened was actually, you know, I had gone to college to become a doctor and I was studying biochemistry. And, you know, while I was really great at getting excellent grades in math and science, I was noticing that I didn't really enjoy what I was studying and you know and I really um, started reflecting on that when I at the age of like 18 I was backpacking around Europe for the summer had gone abroad to do some volunteer work and I was really thinking do I really want to spend like another you know seven eight years like studying something I don't really enjoy just to get this profession that that I think is going to give me financial stability but I'm not really enjoying the journey and that was kind of um a life-changing moment for me and so I came back you know for the next you know year of my college and I decided to change my major but I didn't know what and then what I would enjoy and um, so I started picking up different friends books and checking them out and finding something and one day I picked up a friend's psychology books and I was like wow this is super interesting it's about people it's about human behavior it's about you know our mind and our mindset and I said you know what I'm changing my major to psychology I don't know what I'm going to be when I grow up because I really didn't see myself, you know, working with people mentally ill. And mostly when people think of psychology, that's what they think of. But I said, is there some other way I can use this psychology in a practical sense? And that's where that really that journey started. And then when I went to grad school, in California, I did a semester-long course in coaching. And of course, I was young, was in my early 20s, so I was not really practicing as a coach. But as I got into um, my first corporate job as a management trainee and then started you know, hiring other um, management trainees and developing a job rotation program for them, it required a lot of training and coaching. And you know, I was working as a soft skill trainer you know, internally in organization and in 2007, I was offered the opportunity to come here to India because I had already been working on a project here. And I was actually, the California company that I was working for, they were starting up, basically moving all their business here to India and really growing things from within. And everybody was being, it was the, the subprime mortgage crisis. So many people were being laid off at that time. And they said, but you, we need your skills in India because we want to develop leaders from within the organizations. We need somebody that has your background um, that can really help us grow our leaders internally. So that's how, um, you know, the leadership stuff started for me is really when I came to India and had a team and had to build a whole leadership development department from scratch. And seven years ago, when I started my own uh, business and started independent consulting and, you know, working for many different corporates, um, what I started noticing was that when I was training people, I didn't really know what was the impact. Like I would never, you know, see them again or I never talk to them again. I would just train and get great feedback and move on to another company. And somehow this was making me feel a little bit like empty. Like, like I just don't know if I'm making a difference or not. 
And there were a couple projects that, you know, that I didn't get because I was not a certified coach. And so that's when my journey started back in, I think, 2015, where I decided to go and get certified as an ICF, that's International Coach Federation, um, to get certified by them as a coach so that I could get these other leadership projects. Because I'm like, something, um, you know, if a company is demanding the certification, there must be some reason for it. Yes, and true. yeah, so what I realized with coaching is, you know, well, with training, you only have knowledge, but yeah. coaching is all about action. It's all about taking the knowledge and putting it into action. And so for me, seeing the results, building the relationship one-on-one -on -one with people and actually helping them overcome obstacles and achieve their goals was far more fulfilling to me than just giving people knowledge where I had no idea what they were going to do with it afterwards. So that's actually how the coaching started. And then you know, it has never left me. So now even till date, when I have, you know, um, corporate clients come to me and want me to develop their leaders, training is only one part. And, and, um, and something I learned through uh, one of the organizations that does a lot of research, um, that's Center for Creative Leadership, who I'm also mm. an executive coach with, they came up with something called the 70-20-10 model, okay? Oh. And that is how do people learn? 70% comes from on-the-job learning and doing things. 20% comes from mentoring and coaching and only 10% comes from the classroom. So whenever I have corporates that come to me and say, we want a classroom training, I'm like, okay, fine. We can give you a classroom training, but classroom training and knowledge is often not the biggest gap or challenge. It's actually the person's ability to take that knowledge and put it back into practice and implement it on the job. Absolutely. Actually see yeah. the results. Absolutely. So, that's great, great. what got me into coaching. And oh, I, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story, but you know, it's, that's how no, it just evolves it, over it, time. <laughs> no, no, it is something that, you know, I mean, there's, there's always a journey behind it. Right. And there's always a reason why you get there. There's a reason why you want to take up coaching as a thing. And as you said, the 70, 20, 10, that's, that's exactly what people need to understand. Right. So yeah. talking about your journey, Okay, now that we, we know about your journey and, you know, how you've started, how you've gotten here, what is your take on your personal brand? Like, how did you want it, how did you want people to see you for what you're doing? Like, you know, yes. how successful you are, how, you know, how you want to kind of help people through your coaching strategies, the way you want to put things across, keeping this whole thing of leadership and, you know, building that whole, um, you know, that environment of, you know, leaders around. So how did you... Um, kind of figure out that, okay, this is how I want people to see. Mm -hmm. you know? so, so that's also a bit of a story as well. So, and I'll be really honest. And I think this is actually a mistake that a lot of people make. So hopefully this will resonate with people. You know what, when I think about building a personal brand, I think about you know, making conscious, you know, decisions, intentional decisions so that people see you the way you want to be seen. Yes. And I'll say that I didn't, I mean, I didn't know anything about branding at that time when I started. I was just going with the flow of, okay, what do I enjoy? What's getting results? What's happening? I wasn't really thinking about building, you know, a personal brand, to be quite honest. Um, and so when I started my business, actually, seven years ago, I thought, well, I'm going to be a soft skill trainer. I can train time management. I can train on leadership. I can train on, so you name it, give me anything, I'll train it because I've got the skill of training, right? And then one day, one of my friends told me, you know what, Jenny, um, I've just noticed a pattern in our organization. When we hire 
trainers or coaches in the market. We look for the person that's the expert in that one particular area. We don't really hire these soft skill trainers that do everything. So she was saying, you know, instead of being a jack of all trades, you really need to be a master of one. And that was a really hard choice for me because, you know, I was enjoying so much and, you know, certain companies knew me as the executive coach that helps their executives move to the next level. Other organizations I work, I was working with knew me as their intercultural trainer that helps, you know, their expats that are coming from abroad to settle here in India or their, you know, Indians that are here that are going abroad and have to settle over there and understand the cross-cultural differences. And yet other companies were knowing me as the person that designs their leadership journeys. So... I really realized that, you know, I had different kind of identities with different organizations. And, and I felt that that was somehow a limiting factor for me um, because there wasn't that consistency. So I really started asking myself, if I had to choose to be known for one thing, what would that one thing be, right? Because if I tell you, okay, what's the number one sports company, you know, you'll probably name what? Nike, Nike. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. So we tend to have these brands, right, where, you know, when you ask, you know, like, let's say photocopy, right, we tend to think of Xerox, right? So if you notice the big brands, they're known for doing one thing and doing that one thing really well. And that's where I said, how can I really integrate my skills of coaching and leadership development into one? And that's when I realized it is leadership coaching. And I really see coaching as um, you know, falling under leadership, that like leadership is so many more skills, but coaching is one of the skills that all leaders need. And that's actually one of the areas that I focus on now is how do I train leaders as coaches? So I still do both. Um, but that's, um, the conscious effort, you know, that I made to say, what is it that, that one thing that I really want to be known for, and then start, you know, talking about that, positioning myself for that, offering that as my not saying, you know, not advertising that I do so many things. And it's always a choice for me. If I have a client that asks me to do something that I know how to do, I can always say yes to it, but it doesn't have to be what I put out there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. what I also noticed through this journey, Dia, is that while I said, okay, I'm going to be a soft skill trainer, that's not necessarily how companies were seeing me. They were only calling me for leadership development. And that was an aha for me that I have a reputation for being the leadership trainer. So nobody was hiring me to come in and train, you know, their freshers or their new joinees or their campus to corporate. They were only hiring me for middle to senior leadership. So that was an aha for me as to how others are seeing See me. You. Exactly. Yes, your reputation. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. So it wasn't a conscious thing that I built it to be that way. It was how they were seeing me, and that became an aha that that's how I need to start positioning myself. Yeah. So a question to my viewers. Okay. Now that you hear that Jenny had said that, you know, there's this aha movement, which actually gets you to go in a certain direction. So now I want you to think about this one aha moment that people have told you that, you know, oh, I will hire you for this. You could be a coach. You could be a trainer. You could be an entrepreneur. You could be anyone. But then what is that one thing that you're known for? Okay, just like how Jenny said that she's known for leadership, that people have noticed that how she can help leaders go way ahead in their industry or whatever, or, you know, keeping the whole co company culture. I mean, just correct me if I'm wrong, company culture as well, right? That also works. So mm -hmm. it's just that you really need to kind of go in a direction which actually helps people understand that, okay, you're known for this. 
Yeah. And, and I did that too, Dia. Like I actually asked people like for feedback and how they saw me and what did they think I'm good at and what do they think I should do? And actually before I had even sought that feedback from other people, actually one of the guys that used to work for me, he told me, you know what, you should really be a coach. You should really do this professionally. And at that point in time, I didn't think that somebody could possibly make a full-time income just being a coach. And, um, and I thought maybe he's just buttering me up. So I wasn't really sure. And he was like, no, really. And I said, but tell me why. And he said, well, you ask really good questions. And, you know, and then like a year or two later, the same guy, he had been looking for jobs and he was not getting through any interviews. And after four years of interviewing and not getting through, he came to me and he said, you know, I have something to tell you. I've been going on job interviews for four years. I haven't cleared any of them. You've got to help me. Can you please coach me? And so I was like, okay, sure. Give me the job description and let's, let's prepare for it. And so he got that job and it was a, he was an Indian. It was an international placement with a big five company. And he got that first one and he worked there for a couple of years. He wasn't happy with the role. Suddenly two years later, again, he had, he wanted to look out for another job, another big brand company, again, international profile, well-paying job came up. And so he came to me again and he said, okay, now it's time for the next one. I need you to help me get this job too. So again, I did the coaching with him and again, he got that job. And that's wow. when I said, okay, maybe there's something to this. <laughs> yeah, maybe there must be some kind of cue. Again, it's a cue that you know, yes. has gotten yes. you to you know, choose this particular yes. thing that, yeah, very nice. Yes. So we really have to listen to the people around us and ask others, Absolutely. how do they see us? Because sometimes what I've noticed here is that when people have a strength, they do it so naturally that they don't even realize it's a strength. Exactly. And so getting other people's feedback about how they see you, what are you really good at? Why do they come to you? These kind of things, that should be your clue, your feedback to tell you Very if you're true. on the right yeah. track or not, because Absolutely. maybe you have a gift that you're not acknowledging. Fantastic. That was, that was amazing, Jenny. Thank you so much. So I would also like to ask you one thing now for our viewers, how would you define, okay, a successful leader's personal brand presence? Like, you know, maybe just five takeaways that you can share with, with our viewers. And that would be really nice because see, there is so much behind this whole thing of being a leader, right? And mm -hmm. also it's a dilemma that a lot of people have, you know, when they actually get out and they get there and they say, that, you know, I'm good at this, but then they don't really have that mindset of being a leader yet, you know, that, that whole thing. So what is your take on, you know, building a personal brand as a leader? Yeah. So, well, first of all, I would start I, yeah. with what is, what was not a leader and then what is a leader. So yeah. first of all, I think a lot of people confuse this word leader and they think it's just a designation that you're given at an organization when you're given some type of managerial role or title, but leadership is not that, you know, it's not this piece of paper or visiting card that has a designation on it because if that card goes away the next day, you are still who you are. And just because you got a card doesn't suddenly make you a leader overnight, which is why I do leadership yeah. development. Right. Yeah. So, um, so a leader is somebody who really creates more leaders and to do that, you have to really be able to empower others. And that's why coaching is one of the skills that every leader needs because coaching is really about asking people questions and helping to empower them to be able to make decisions, you know, for themselves with the support and guidance of a coach, but it's really empowering them to make their own decisions. So I think that is, you know, one of the important, you know, aspects of, you know, being a leader and being a coach. 
I think the other thing is, you know, the brand as a leadership coach is really being authentic, being, you know, who you are, because when you are really authentic, people connect with you. And if you're being fake, people can sense it. And that authenticity is what gives you trust. And trust is the foundation of any relationship. So as a leader, for people to follow you um, and for you to create more leaders, people have to first trust you, trust what you say, trust who you are, trust what you do. So trust becomes the foundation for that, you know, for any relationship. And with leadership, to be a leader, it's not just getting elected to some position. A, a leadership yeah. is people yeah. willing to you know, go behind what you stand for. Um, which brings me into another point in that as a leader, um, you need to have a vision. And because people don't just buy into you and what's in it for you, they really buy into what do you stand for. And that's one of the ways to create, you know, other leaders and other people who follow you as well is to create a vision and to inspire people to want to be associated with you. And and that, you know, vision um, is for us to continue working towards that vision. As a leader, we need to have a really strong why. Why are we doing yes. what are we doing, right? And, you know, that, that why um, is what's going to give us the energy and the drive to, to achieve whatever it is that we want to achieve. So if our why is not big enough, then the what will never matter. So the why before the what, uh, is another important part as a leader. And, and oftentimes that why comes from some type of story. And it often comes from some type of experience we've had in our life where we've kind of gone through that journey, that experience, and kind of overcome it. Maybe what we say the hero's journey, where you know, you've had that challenge and you've gotten over it and you've done something new and now you want to share that with the world and help the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think also about leadership is it's not about you. It's not about you at all. It's about other people. And so building your influence as a leader is really asking yourself, how do I serve other people? How do I help them what, get what they want? And when you do that, that's when you become a leader. You, get a le you become a leader by serving others. Not by just being this, you know, uh, you know, flashy show off, you know, something that yeah. you have. It, it's really about what you're doing for others and, 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 and focusing on the, the impact that, that you yes, want to create. Most definitely. And this reminds me of that book, Tribes by Seth Godin. That's, mm -hmm. that's just, it's amazing how, you know, he talks about leadership and how, you know, he makes, it's all about building a tribe that follows you, that, you know, supports you and also takes your message across to the world you know, in a more, um, you know, authentic manner, because there is a certain reason why people follow you. And there's a certain reason why people follow certain leaders, you know, yeah. because there is a way, as you said, authenticity, vision, story, there is a certain way that they have put it across, wherein, you know, they feel that, you know, they, they, they can give this to people. And there are some people who would follow you. And there will be some people who would take it forward as something that they stand by. Mm -hmm. So, Amazing. That's really nice to, you know, know these five ways, these five takeaways on, you know, building your personal brand as a leader. Thank you, Jenny, so much. And also, I would like to ask you one last question. When it comes to getting to know you better, where can my viewers find you? Uh, so first of all, my, my company's name is The Global Quotient, and that's okay. primarily a business-to-business -business corporate. So I, um, you know, work with 
all kinds of corporates everywhere from Google to Boston Consulting Group, Deloitte, Vodafone, Citibank, nice. Barclays, a lot of big brand name companies. So that's mostly a corporate entity and I have a team of trainers and consultants that work with me that do um, leadership journeys. So leadership and coaching coaching journeys are what I specialize in in my organization. So that's on the corporate front. Uh, on the personal front, I've started personally branding myself as well. So that's simply <laughs> JennyHyatt.com. So that's J-E-N-N-Y-H-Y-A-T-T.com. So my personal website is, awesome. is there as well. So they can find me in both of those places. And of course, I'm on social media platforms. I would say again, because, you know, because I've built my reputation through, you know, referrals and through results, um, I haven't been as active on social media as I should be. So I'm just now really starting that journey of building a kind of a digital presence. So I have a YouTube channel that started, but it's just got like one video on there right now. Maybe it'll have more by the that's time. That's okay. There's, there's always a <laughs> time to start. So it's okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I have a Facebook page as well, Jenny Hyatt. I have a LinkedIn page, Jenny Hyatt. So it's all there. It's just not as fancy and built up because I would, I frank, quite frankly, didn't have to, but, but I'm working on that. So I'm going to be doing that more <laughs> and more because, you know, as I realize we're moving into a more digital world, it's important to have, you know, a digital yes. brand presence as well. Uh, yes. But that's, that's, those are all the places. And of course, an Instagram account as well. So I'm, I'm on all the platforms. You can Go definitely everywhere. reach out to me and, <laughs> and say hi and let me know what's your purpose of connecting. I, I do one-to-one -one coaching as well. So while I tend to specialize in leadership coaching, leadership is not just about the organizations and corporate stuff. It's really about how, personal leadership. It's really about how do we lead ourselves. And that's a journey, you know, that I went through myself as well in discovery. And that's where I feel, you know, passionate about helping others do that. So I do one-to-one -one coaching as well with people in all okay. kinds of areas. Because so I'm a certified life coach, certified career coach, certified executive coach. So I've done them all. It's just that um, corporates is where I specialize, but I don't say no to the other places where I really feel I can make an impact and where people are really, um, you know, bought into making a, a change in themselves. Because Great. that's that's where it starts. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you for taking time out and you know being a part of the DYP Expert Talks. It was absolutely wonderful talking to you and discussing all things leadership, personal branding, presence. I mean, it has all come together as one nice, valuable talk. And I'm sure our viewers are going to take a lot of information from this session. And it's going to be absolutely amazing. I wish you all the best, Jenny, in whatever you do. And I hope you actually spread the whole vibe of leadership more and more and more. And you become, you know, you make people more successful in how they can lead in their own brands or in their own, you know, their topics. Great. So thank you so much. Thank you. You're so most much. welcome. It was really nice. And, and yes. Yeah, um, I just wanted to say, can I add one piece of value before I yes, go? Yes, of course, why not? Always, always uh, more the merrier. So since we said I'm a Jack Canfield certified uh, success coach, I want to share one of his success principles, which I think is relevant to leadership, and it's relevant, you know, obviously to personal leadership. And that's this formula he calls E plus R equals O. Event plus our response equals our outcome. So it's not the event that defines us who we are. It's our response to it that creates the outcome, nice. right? And I think I have experienced this so much, especially, you know, we're doing this interview today now in July, 2020. And, you know, we've been on lockdown for a few months and, um, you know, we have a lockdown, right? So we can either let the event define us or we can choose how we want to respond, respond to it. To it and yes. that's going to impact our outcome.
right? So you have a choice to be your, you know, a hero or a victim. And so that's one of my success principles. That's actually Jack's principles that I want to share with you guys today. And uh, because I think it's helped me a lot and I hope that it helps all of you. Great. Thank you so much for sharing, Jenny. And we are going to be, you know, closing this with, you know, um, a kind of parting comment wherein, you know, I'm going to be telling you that um, Jenny is known for, you know, being building leaders, right? So what I want you to do is that if you want to become a leader or rather you want to lead in what you really like to do, um, I want you to comment in the box below. And Jenny also will actually have a look at those comments and she will respond to you with, you know, whatever answer. So if it's a question or if it's anything related to leadership or branding or anything. So if it's branding, it will be me. If it's leadership, it will be Jenny. So we both will be there to answer your questions, answer any kind of comments that you have, any kind of viewpoints that you have. And yes, we will take this journey forward. Great going, Jenny. Thank you so much once again. Thank you, Dia. Thanks for having me here today. I really appreciate it. No worries. It.